Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? Oh, Derek, we got oh. a we got a good one. Yeah, we got a good topic for today. It's uh, cuisine related. Ooh. So, quick touch on our sponsors: Quincy to Creative Works. Thank you so much for your continued partnership slash sponsorship. We are currently working with them on a few different projects, so we're excited for that. However, um, they are an Etsy shop on Roids. They're a local family-owned business that is a small business and they're technically kind of like an etsy shop on roids just a little bit better better quality uh better attention to detail and they are wonderful human beings so if you're interested in supporting them go to queencitycreativeworks.com they also work with us regarding our branded merchandise so if you want to help support us and them at the same time feel free to swing over there and then you can pick out a multitude of different options that are personalized between coasters water bottles bottle openers etc so queen city creative works thank you so much uh we appreciate you guys and looking forward to wrapping up our continued project and Addies, thank you so much for your logo in the bottom of the screen as always love you guys and excited to uh you know, thrive through 2023 and 2024. So, is that um whiskey that we reviewed behind you? Yeah. Can you grab the, it for me, please? The green? Hell yeah. Oh yeah. The green monster, green lantern. Who is in that? Seth Rogen or something? Mr. Angus, bro. I don't think Angus was in this. What are we talking about? Who is in Green Lantern? What was that movie with Seth Rogen? Wasn't Seth Rogen in something green? I don't remember. Right now, do you like Seth Rogen? Is he a fan of yours? I don't. I don't mind Seth Rogen. He's a. I, isn't he a massive pothead too? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. All right. If you name like Rogen, I feel like you have to. Well, all right. <laughs> Weekly episode topic. Question for you. Answer for you. Is this a useless fact, or do we not have useless fact today? Uh, I'll pull up a useless fact. We get. We have a couple different options for a useless fact. Okay. I just want to. I don't want to jump right into the episode. No, 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 no. Okay. <sighs> Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. In 2012, a scientific study predicted a 39-inch rise in sea level along the North Carolina coast over the next century. A hundred years, so thirty-nine inches in growth over a hundred years. Pause. In response, the state of North Carolina lawmakers passed a law banning the use of scientific predictions of sea level rise when considering new developments along the coast. <laughs> incredible, just incredible. I'm fine with it. So, all right. A study comes out that says 39 inches. So for all of y'all, that's a little bit over three feet. That's three and a half feet. Why over 100 years? So what was that first person that said, I'm not building here because the sea level is going to rise? Because clearly this is a reactive thing that the state did because everyone was like, we can't have any coastal living because the sea level is going to rise. And like, yeah, but it's three and a half feet over the next 100 years. Correct. So what do you think that conversation was like? 
So I'm the lawmaker, and you're the person. I'm I'm a citizen, yeah. or I'm the science person. You're the citizen that consulted with the science person to come to the government, aka me, about the rising sea level concerns. Okay, so I'm coming to you, and I'm terrified of my house flooding and being taken away into the ocean. Yeah, that's correct. I already know your answer. What is it? Well, let's role play. Go for it. Okay, there. <laughs> There. I'm super busy. I don't know if you know that, but we're I don't very know, underpaid. I don't know why I'm a woman in this situation, <laughs> but it's fine. Okay. Sir. Yes. This institute just did a study. They said <laughs> three feet in a hundred years. Okay. I'm a losing beach. What if my basement floods? Okay. What if what if my crawl space is completely immersed in water and I breathe all of that? What if my house sinks into the ocean? Well, judging by the look of you, ma'am, you're very unhealthy. You're not going to wait another 100 years before you're gone anyway, so I don't know what you're concerned about. The government cares more (laughs) about making money because they specifically said developmental plans because they know if they build a hotel on the coast... They're making money from that. And if it's three feet over 100 years, you're not losing that much beach. You're right. fine. Yeah. Three feet's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's over literally not. It would yeah. be different if it was overnight. Yeah. It's not a concern. It's not a concern. At, like, it's it's not a concern. At what point is it? I don't know. Maybe overnight? Like, 100 years? That's literally someone's lifespan. Specifically a woman's, not even a man's. Mm -hmm. Like, grow up. I'm fine with it. I'm glad that the lawmakers are like, this is dumb. We're not going to lose revenue because they said in 100 years we're going to lose three feet of beach. That's obnoxious. Because you know damn well those beaches are massive. You know? You've been to Maine. Oh, yeah. You've seen the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, bro. Like, those beaches are huge. It's fine. It's fine. Don't we have things that we can put in to, like, stop that, though? Yeah, you can build walls, like what we did in Walls Do Work, another example, <laughs> off topic. Um, the Wanaka in Hamburg, Angola, Wilson, New York, and... Are you talking about coastal towns by, like, the lake? Yeah, that have literally built walls due to preventing erosion to save homes, like, literal homes from falling into the lake. Yeah. Like, that's a real problem that's actively happening right now at time of recording. So, And it's already being addressed. You have companies like Seven Sin Construction, hashtag not a sponsor, that's doing the work with the Army Corps of Engineers. They're building massive concrete barrier walls because walls do work. To stop water erosion from occurring, deterring, or, you know, d- that's taking all the land and the loose soil into it and creating beach, basically, and then homes are falling into the lake because they're losing the lot. Like, that's a real problem. So do you think eventually we're just going to build taller? Like, the actual land of Earth is just going to be taller than 
what it is right now. Is that a study that's going on? Like we're taking soil from the middle of Earth <laughs> that has no water access and just, we're just building up the edges? Yeah, we're just going to dump a ton of like number two stone <laughs> yeah. into the lake and be like, we're building on this now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, like at some point, well, that's the problem. Like, like Arizona, you don't need to be at that elevation. Anymore. You don't need to be at this level of sea level above. We are now taking away your soil and putting it on North Carolina because they're going to raise within <laughs> three feet within the next hundred years. Or does or does the U.S. shrink in size? I don't think we can. Like egotistically, we can't lose land. No, we'll take land from China or something. I don't know about that, but yeah, I mean, we're probably going to take it from like Canada or Mexico. Yeah, what's going on, in Canada? I don't know. Dude, they could use burn less it land. down. Yeah, they can't even handle their own land that they have right now. They could use less of it. To be fair, it's cool back, so who really cares? <laughs> question answer what is something you've eaten before that you will never eat again eaten before probably mussels you'll never eat them again no i don't like mussels i don't like mussels or oysters they just the consistency is too mucusy for me what about clams I clams I, I crush clams like okay. putting some butter with some garlic and hot sauce in like a little dish and with the fork and making it like scrambled eggs, but it's with that concoction of goodness. When we eat clams together, dunk clams in it, dude. I used to crush clams. I can destroy a lot of clams in a short period of time. All right, bleep the name of this um, establishment. No, go ahead. No, we have an account. Restaurant Depot. Oh, we don't gotta believe that. We do. They're a sponsor of the show. Bleep them. <laughs> We can get clams from there. I don't know how fresh it's going to be. Historically, we're not supposed to go there for seafood. Oh, really? Hence because bleeping. It's not fresh? Hence bleeping. Yes. Okay. But might be something we look into. And then we can have a clam night. I love, mean, I love yeah. I love slamming clam. How about whoa, pause. <laughs> you like those big clams or you like them a little bit? <laughs> we're moving on. We're moving on. Um so do you like oysters and mussels and stuff? I don't mind them, but I, I like clams more than the other two. Mussels, do you like clams mm. raw? Do you like going in raw? <laughs> <laughs> don't air this. Do you like? Do you like? This is another Patreon episode. Do you like clams raw though? Like, or do you need to cook them on the grill? No, they. I mean, I've had both. I prefer them on the grill with butter. Yeah, and hot sauce. Yeah, dude, you, it's you so a hot good. Sauce gal? Yeah, hell Franks? yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. What's the other option? So my answer to this question is veal. Hmm. Not a veal guy. You want to have a nice veal parmesan? Yeah, no, not really. Really? I'll just have chicken parm. Dude, veal's good. Why won't you have it? What was your experience? You want me to be very honest? Yeah, be honest. We're on a podcast, bro. This isn't for lying. My mom made veal when I was a kid. Horrendous. Oh, really? Worst meal she's ever made ever. Rest in peace, Ma. Which, you know, is her birthday today. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I think she would have been 60, maybe 59. I don't know. But. Oh, happy birthday, Mrs. Kelly. Eh. Different name, but. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, she got remarried. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Miss Madden. Well, happy birthday, Mike's mom. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, happy heavenly birthday, Mom. Appreciate you. I guess. Um, I don't know. A lot of therapy. A lot of therapy. But it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, she made veal, didn't work out. I drank. I basically, I cut it. I 
I wasn't allowed to leave the table until I ate the food, right? So I cut it, I put it in my mouth, and I swallowed it with milk. Yeah. Well, that's I, where your bad experience came no, from. No, 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 no. The veal was horrendous. I literally had to just get it down. The milk tasted better than the veal. And yes, I had milk when I was a child <laughs> with my dinner because what else are you going to drink? You know what I mean? So like, Right, yeah. M- milk's an appropriate food to have, but I don't know if you just let it slide down your gullet easier I, with 2%. Bro, it know? was so bad. It was so bad. Me and my, me, it was so bad. My sister's three years older than me, okay? We're in our 30s. We still talk about how bad that dinner was. Really? Horrible, bro. So is that the only... That's funny because is there other dinners that you remember having as a kid that you won't touch now? Like even liver, liver and onions. That's the only other one. But if I'm in a store, if I'm in a meat market, it just happened. I just went to Sloan. Fantastic establishment. If you go, not a in the areas, yeah, not a, please be Camillo's. Yeah, Camillo's Best. Sloan meat market. Okay, you go there, doing good things. They'll hook you up. Yeah, it's like seventy five pounds of crack legs for like a nickel and a half. Sick. <sighs> they they sell veal. I looked at it. I read veal, and I'm like. Because of how bad that meal was with my ma. Really? Like, I can't eat it. I can't eat it. See, my two are, I remember these very, very vividly. Tom's mom, my Aunt Lisa, she used to make buttered noodles. You call her aunt? Yeah, obviously. Oh, I grew up with him. I understand that, but, like, that's. Yeah, I sucked on his toe when we were younger. That was a weird conversation, but I did. We'll, we'll talk about that later. It was when we were 15. No, what? Um, no, I, uh, we, his mom used to make buttered noodles. And I guess that they had a thing that they loved to do together, and it was they like made these crispy, and they were called crispy butter noodles. And being an Italian, I couldn't do crispy noodles. I don't do crispy butter noodles. I need al dente pasta. Okay, I can't do crispy noodles. Okay, this is a very Italian conversation. I'm gonna play a video that I took. I don't know if I sent this to you. I left Sloan Meat Market. Name? Camillo's. I'm in my car. I just loaded my meat purchase. Okay. Rack of ribs, five pounds of chicken breast, and then I got some other things. Okay. I I recorded this video and I sent it to another Italian who laughed unbelievably hard at this. I want to get your live reaction. Oh, Jesus. And it won't get shut down because it's not something off Spotify. <laughs> this is my own voice from my own cell phone, my own recording. Thoughts on this meat market experience. This is what you're supposed to do, correct? Listen to this. Gabagool Chronicles 4-2. Walk into a meat market. Buy things you don't need with extreme confidence. Show a little ass crack as you're loading it into your vehicle. Drive away sweating. (laughs) Oh my god. Is that not every meat market experience yeah, ever? That, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's the Gobbleghouls Chronicle. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's what you do when you go to a meat market. You show a little ass crack. <laughs> 100%. You're like a plumber. You know, you're loading your meat into the trunk. little ass crack is showing in your shorts. You know, that's how it goes. That's what it is. Yeah. I walked into that place. I bought things I don't need. I bought a, I bought a kebab. I don't need a kebab. I grilled it. It was amazing. I bought a kebab, right? Like, I'm buying things with utterly extreme confidence. And I asked her, the woman behind the counter, she was wonderful. And I look at it, I'm just like, marinated and not marinated. And she goes, just get them non-marinated. It's fine. 
And I was like, okay, how much is it? And she goes, for 10 bucks a stick. I was like, what's on it? She's like, a pound of steak. <laughs> pound of steak, 10 bucks. You know, pepper, onion, it's all on there with the stick. All you got to do is remove it from the package and put it on the grill. Right. Yeah, kebabs you, are awesome. How do you say no? Right. You know, I ring it up, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm standing there extreme confidence. I'm like, I'll take a kebab. You know, I'll take a pound of breakfast sausage. You know, I mean, I'm just buying things I don't need, you know? And she goes, do you want the maple or do you want the the spicy Italian sausage breakfast sausage? I'm like, give me the maple. You know, give oh, me. You the, didn't go the spicy Italian. No, I got the. I got the. You know, it was a maple syrup. It was amazing. Do you like that spicy Italian sausage? Yeah, though? I don't mind it, but yeah. like the maple was a great. You know, especially with some eggs, you cut it up. Oh, for breakfast for sure. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I got it for. You know, and then I got five pounds of chicken breasts. I mean, you can't. You can get like surf and turf there for like twenty bucks. Dude, I bought so much meat for fifty dollars. I bought an entire rack of ribs for twelve dollars, <laughs> and I crushed it. I grilled well, it. Salone th- has to be on. I grilled it Camillo's for th- has yeah, to be on. The Camillo's got to be. I grilled it for three and a half hours. It was the greatest thing I ever made. Yeah. You know, and then I went to Wegmans and I bought a little piece of cornbread and some coleslaw. How are they able to make the prices so cheap? Who cares? Don't change. <laughs> you know, it was amazing. It I was used to amazing. I buy fish from there all the time. Really? Yeah. We got to go there together. Hell yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, you, you go there and you're looking at the case and they're like, what do you need? And you tell them. You stroke the nose. <laughs> There's no reason for that. You know, I'm from South Buffalo. Yeah. They're like, let me go in the back and yeah. see what we got. My name's Juice. <laughs> That's a blank Jack reference for anyone that loves Disney. I know you're a Nickelodeon fan yeah, on that no, side, but that. it's fine. Grow up. Oh, my goodness. There's nothing like a good Disney reference. So is there another meal that you won't ever have? Because the only other thing that my mom butchered <laughs> is she used to make chicken. And my sister and I still talk about this because... <laughs> she thought that you put on chicken 450 for 40 minutes. Yeah. And, bro, that shit came out like newspaper. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was flaky it was so in all dry. the wrong reasons. It was so it dry. It was so flaky because there was no moisture to hold it together. Yeah. So it was like you were gnawing on a piece of leather that has been weathered for years. Yep. I, um, I had actually on my dad's side, so he he overcooked. I think it was burgers, bro. They were hockey pucks, dude. It's I'm so like, bad, dude. What for is the wrong? longest who time, hurt you? For the longest time, Gina will still make fun of me. I'm like, I can't have chicken multiple days in a row because that's what my mom made me, and it was like literal loaves of something I couldn't consume. So I can't have chicken for three days in a row or else I go back into a traumatic cycle where I can't live anymore. I need turkey or beef or something. Right. Give me something. Yeah, those crispy butter noodles and chicken, just like plain chicken were the worst. But were there foods that your mom or your dad made when you were younger that you still make today because you love? Like what are some of those home-cooked meals that you – immediately associate with your mom potatoes on the grill oh there you go like they're uh, they're kind of like cubed you know and they're they're not hash browns but they're they're grilled potatoes and they're on the grill and it's a specific marinade it's a specific spice blend miska yeah you know that that's what gets me sweating that's that makes my palm sweat 
you know, hearing about those. I just, you know, those potatoes on the grill, I can't. Throw a little rosemary in there, too? Yep. I just can't. Those instantly remind me of her house. Um, And I know I'm going to get a text as soon as this airs from my sister when she sees this because she knows exactly what I'm talking about. But those grilled potatoes that my stepdad made specifically, God bless him. You know, he's, he's a great... He's a great man. He's a good cook. Um, Mine was meatloaf. My mom used to make a mad meatloaf. What about O'Brien's potatoes? My mom used to put like oatmeal packets and ketchup in with the meatloaf. I don't know if that's like normal. No, absolutely not. That's what I always remember. Like nice cinnamon oatmeal packets and ketchup. Yeah, dude. It was so good. I can't even explain to you how good that was, which is probably why I'm pre-diabetic. Not kidding. Uh, actually, just kidding, but probably not kidding. It's oatmeal. You're fine. But still, that was a lot of stuff like in Quaker oatmeal that shouldn't be in Quaker What oatmeal. about O'Brien's potatoes? What about oh, chili? Yeah, I mean, I used to slap O'Brien's potatoes, but that doesn't remind me of my mom. That just reminds me of childhood. Like, just a solid, nice meatloaf was, like, my mom's go-to. Like, if she was ever on Chopped, she would be like, Bobby Flavor making meatloaf. Holster meat, personal pan pizzas, and chicken fingers. Oh, uh, we were a Stouffer's household. You were we Stouffer's? Did, we did Stouffer's pan pizza. We were, we were a Holster's household. burn your entire mouth off. <laughs> First bite, it was like lava, dude. Your whole roof of your mouth would be in shop, like completely destroyed. I was nine years old, and I knew how to operate the oven. I'm making personal you, pan pizzas and chicken fingers. Germany or something? What? No, no. My mom was getting wasted at the VFW. So I was home alone with my sister for hours making our own dinner. Mm. That's how we grew up. So, yeah, Holster's Meats, shout out. They need to be on, too. Stouffer's French bread pizza was so good. It came in, like, a little boat. And then we would have Schwann Man ice cream afterwards. Hell, yeah. You can't beat the Schwann Man. But, like, when you have a kid, like, you have a kid now that's going to grow up to eat food like that. Are you going back to those roots or are you going to make your own memories? Own memories, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Healthier memories? Probably well. That's the thing. Kids are picky. So are they though? Or they, they are. Th- no, no, no. They are. I have. I have a lot of friends that are unbelievably health conscious, and they've are like they've made the vow. They're like, my kid's not going to eat this nonsense. That's the only thing their kid eats. I feel like, like that's you, learned though. It, it. Well, no, no, no. Like they just straight up won't eat at a certain age, like age range. Once they get to another older age range. That's when you start incorporating, like, the healthy foods and get them out of the processed stuff. But, like, dude, there's there's legitimate days where, you know, they're not even six yet. Like, early, early, early years. And they're like, I am I just want chicken nuggets. And you're going to McDonald's and getting the chicken nuggets. But how do they get chicken nuggets in the first place, though? Well, you cave and say yes. Right. Like, I'm sure there's a, yeah, I'm sure there's a way to do it. But, like, that's that's all the kid's going to eat. So when you have a kid at that age range, your perspective is going to change. I'm going to beat you to it, so I'm going to let you know. We'll revisit this topic later because my kid is 18 days years, old. Yeah. yeah, but like when we get to that point, we'll talk about it. Our kids are growing up together, so who cares? Correct. They're going to have their own podcast. Bro, she's gaining weight in the face. Yeah. Yeah, she's getting fat. <laughs> I love it. That's what she needs. I need her to drink that wolf milk. What would be I that want, baby's podcast called? I want the rolls. What? What would be the baby podcast called? What are you talking about? Like when when our kids have podcasts, like they're they're going and are like going back to our original conversation. They're last gonna, they're going to come famous. up. They're going to come up with the name, and we're going to approve it. And then we're going to produce it. Probably they don't know what to do. <laughs> we don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, fair, but like they literally don't know what to do. Yeah. We got it. Is there actually like a kid podcast out there? I'm sure there has to be, right? 
Let me check really quick. I need to get on this now. Gino, what are you doing after dinner? We need to get on <laughs> we need to get on this now. We gotta fit it fit a certain market, you know. I don't know if there's like a kid podcast. Like there is that one kid on YouTube that's making like billions of dollars because he unwraps Legos or some shit like that. <laughs> so I feel like a kid podcast in an untapped market. There is. Is there? Yeah, there's multiple. I don't hear about that. Maybe because I'm not a kid. Mm. Like, who's the number one kid podcast right There's now? There's 23 best kids podcasts. This is by uh, timeout.com. I feel like it's just older people talking about, like, kid things, though. Wow in the World is a goofball science podcast. Um. Yeah, but that's probably like some creepy chemistry teacher talking about like normal like kid stuff. Like that's not what I want. I no, want like five year olds that a, are doing podcasts it's together. A, I, I understand. It's a jam packed with comedy and information hosted by Mindy and Klutz or a Klutz with a time machine and guy, her uptight foil while in the world, take on serious scientific inquiries and makes learning fun even for parents. Yeah, that sounds dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like my kid's not listening to that. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I want, like, five-year-olds during their own podcast. Like, they're talking, and they're not making any sense. Like, you know how kids don't make sense. Like, I want that type of comedy because that would be funny. If dogs could talk, Sam and Cleo would have their own podcast. Yeah. Right? Like, we would make them. We would have them sit in this chair and be like, talk to each other. Yeah, I, I just won't. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see when With you have Cleo a kid. and Sam or kids? No, no, no. Kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you kids. think podcasting will be around in like six years though? Yes. You sure? Yes. Podcasts are going to eventually take over. I mean, dude, podcasts is a main source of information. It's going to take over like 24-hour news cycles. It is. Like eventually we're not going to be wearing headphones. We're going to have a setup that is conducive enough that we're just going to be sitting here like this. Like it's going to be, we're not even going to have these. We're just going to be talking and the audio is going to be, you know, sound enough that we don't need all of the equipment is that podcasting though yes like what what is it's podca- still, what's well the that's the thing like that's i think that's what moves it from a podcast to a show and i think that's what we're morphing into now with our current setup i mean go to the third camera angle like we got these leather chairs our quads you know I look I mean, like a friggin' birdcage chested dude because my legs are together because I'm trying to keep this thing still recording. Well, no, you're fine, but, but like I look like I got bad arches. You well, know? no, you're fine. You don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't pronate. So like that's that's the thing. I it, we're moving into that progression where it's now a show. It's not necessarily a podcast, and that's fine. Is I it? think that's the way of the world. Yeah, absolutely. But then eventually, wouldn't our show be like on TV, and then we would just be a TV show? And well, not look a at podcast anymore. Look at the Pat McAfee show. It's on YouTube. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. is that that's not considered a podcast anymore? It's a show. Well, it was a show. It was always a show. It was literally the Pat that's McAfee what I'm show. Saying. So, our podcasts are going to exist, or are we just going to yeah. be all shows? I'm fine with it being. a What's show. What's the definition of a podcast? Can you look that up real quick? Yeah, I'm curious. Definition of a podcast. A digital audio file made available on the internet for downloading to a computer or mobile device. Typically available as a series. So a digital audio file so made McAfee. available on the internet. So we're technically 
we're already a show. not a podcast. Correct. We're a show because we're video. Oh. Well, welcome back to the Buffalo Happy Hour show. <laughs> it just sounded weird. I'm fine with it. Are you? Everybody, we're growing. We're expanding. We will see you next week to continue the insanity. Thank you so much for your continued partnership slash sponsorship to all the sponsors and the Patreon members. Oh, no. This little cord's in the view here. I didn't even notice that. We got to get a bigger cord. It's fine. It's up. It's fine. Thank you all. We will see you all next week. We are growing, learning, and expanding as we move through these weekly episodes. Obviously, your support is just going to enhance your experience. So thank you all. We appreciate it. We will see you next week. Derek, take us out. Please remember to always drink your spots to be a good person. And Michael. Do not litter. We're out. Oh, 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 oh,